Right now, it's 16 minutes past the big hour. Is that not right, Mr. Scream? <laughs> Great, good stuff. I think people are getting really cranked. Welcome back in. It's the Hockey Show, Colorado's biggest and best live hockey radio show right here on Mile High Sports. I got to give Danny some kudos before we head to the phones here. Danny, you waited until exactly 1216 to get Mr. Scream on and tell us that it was uh, 16 minutes past the hour. But let's go to the man advantage. Time to hit the power play. And we have Lindsey Brown on the phones. Of course, Lindsey does a radio show um, every day, 3 to 5, on Sports Radio 1140 in Las Vegas. And she's one of the few members in the Las Vegas Golden Knights press box. Not even Las Vegas. I blew it. I blew it already. Lindsay, how you doing? It's okay. I, <laughs> I, I understand the, 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 the stake off the bat here because I'm sure you guys were just as excited about the Game 7 win for the Vegas Golden Knights over the Minnesota Wild last night because we all know <laughs> that the NHL and every hockey fan, Vegas, Colorado, otherwise, has had the second-round matchup that is officially going to be starting tomorrow, and I could not be more excited. Yeah, not going to lie. I, you know, While I think a lot of Colorado Avalanche fans were really rooting for the Minnesota Wild, I needed the Golden Knights there just because I have to watch the two best teams in the NHL duke it out in a playoff series, right? So, I mean, is that your same sentiment, and how excited is just Las Vegas as a whole for this second-round matchup? Uh, I, I share uh, your, your vision for this overall. I... I think it would be a better, more advantageous matchup for the Colorado Avalanche to face the Minnesota Wild, considering how uh, well they played against them this year. But it's about getting the best hockey that you possibly can for the playoffs. And I just don't know if there's a, if there's a matchup that's going to exist this year uh, that could supersede this. There's always a, a matchup every year where you're like, well, this could be a cup final. And it just happens to be ours. And, uh, yeah, the, the town, I, they're excited but I think we're more relieved because we were very happy just to, to get by Minnesota because as, as you guys dominate them, they were a really big trouble for us. Uh, and so to oust them in game seven, to get Max Patch ready back in the lineup, it's just, it's like uh, getting a, uh, an ace right off the shoot on the blackjack table and you're, you're holding on for dear life. And then all of a sudden, face card, winner, winner, chicken dinner, let's go. <laughs> I mean, and Patches came in and made an immediate impact, but is this team really, really missing McNabb at this point? I mean, they are. I, I th- they missed his physicality, but I, I think, you know, if you, if you had to compare the two, Pacioretty's absence was definitely weighing on the team more. They're, the Vegas Golden Knights are so deep uh, in terms of their, their defensive stable. You guys are well on your way, if not already there, uh, with, with that uh, quote-unquote problem in Colorado, but... McNabb isn't the most fleet of foot type of defenseman. And so he might be a a guy that wouldn't be utilized as much in the Colorado series as he would be in Minnesota, because that's really what we're doing each and every series. And as we've done all season, it's just, you're you're just trying to piece together who's available to us, who gives us the best chance to win and hope that that decision works out. Lindsay, I tweeted last night when Jan Mark had his hat trick and somebody tweeted back to me, F the Knights. And I said, K and he said that they were a dirty team. Do you think that the Golden Knights crossed the line physically into a dirty team? And I'm saying this knowing full well that out here in Colorado, Nazem Kadri is sitting on the sidelines for the, the dirtiest hit we've seen in the playoffs. Well, I, I think the best, the, the, the people that are toying with greatness are the ones that tow that line. And, and sometimes it ends up being a situation like you just highlighted with, with Kadri. I don't, 
I, I don't think there's any place for that hit in this game, whether uh, the, the number of games to match for, for the punishment is is neither here nor there for me. I mean, yeah, we everybody's going to take some, some liberties. Everybody's going to have a hit, you know, go a little awry. I don't think Ryan Reeves intentionally hit Ryan Suter face first into the crossbar last night, but that's what happened, and that's what happens when you play hard and you happen to be – you know, a, a more physically domineering team. It's it's that's just that's just part of the game. Sometimes the calls are going to go your way, and sometimes they're gonna they're gonna bite you in the butt. But uh, I'd I'd rather have a, a team that is towing that line and sometimes going over it than a team that is playing a little bit more inside of themselves and and not as aggressive because this is not the time to be meek. We're talking to Lindsey Brown right here on the Hockey Show with JJ and Ryan. Lindsey, you and I are both former goaltenders or current goaltenders, however you want to look at it. Um, so let's talk about the one thing you and I really care about, and that's the matchup in the crease, right? Philip Grubauer, yeah. Marc-Andre Fleury, two of the best goalies in the regular season right now. I, I would love to have either on my team. I guess what's your take on uh, who's got the upper hand in net? I mean, it's, it's, it's such an interesting way that th- these two teams have kind of circled each other all year, not just in keeping pace for the President's Trophy that comes down to their final matchup, but in their goaltending as well. I think uh, Grubauer has done a really nice job of, of handling pucks that he's supposed to about staying on the ice, being available, being healthy. I know that's a, that's a huge thing, especially in the playoffs for you guys last year. And here down in Vegas, you know, it, it's, It'll be a shock to me if if Mark Andre Fleury doesn't win the Vezina this year, and and he played um, super well last night. Is he capable of giving up giving up a couple of hiccups? Absolutely, we all are. JJ, We're, <laughs> you and I aren't sinless in this department as much as we like to forget and 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 rinse and repeat and move on because it happens so often. But you know, it's 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 about the competitive fire and spirit in these guys at this point because these teams are so close. And Grubauer is a much, I, I think, a much more stay-at-home goaltender. Does a really good job of handling his angles, handling his rebounds, and not getting too outside of himself. And Mark Andre Fleury, yeah, he can flash the leather a little bit too much for my for my liking because usually that means the defensemen aren't doing as good of a job to help him out. But it's going to be a true kind of uh, just uh, I think heavyweight goaltending matchup, and it's just who blinks first, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll run the same drill tomorrow night. For those Mile High Sports listeners and fans out there that are saying, Lindsay, this rings a bell. Her voice really sounds familiar. Well, Lindsay's been doing the betting previews every day before Avs games on Mile High Sports and on, on the Twitter feed. So let's look into the betting a little bit, especially seeing as how you're out in Vegas. So right now I'm seeing the Avalanche at a minus 200. Looks like they're being picked to win in six. Now, where would you place your money on any of those lines? Yeah, in terms of the minus 200 to, to win the game tomorrow, or is that the series? The series. Those are series lines. The series? Oh, my goodness. Minus 200. I, I mean, I've said this all year. I think if, if everybody brings their best game, Colorado and Vegas, that Colorado has what what we say in, EA, in Chell for the EA Sports, a, a few 96s and 97s. <laughs> Vegas has a bunch of 91s and 92s. It's great. We're awesome. But at, at the end of the day, I, I do like the abs. Overall, uh, six games. Why not seven? Let's just leave room to breathe, and we, and that would be a, a fun thing. I mean, they're nerve wracking. Considering we just went through one, but we won it, so it's all fine and dandy. There's nothing bad associated with it. So, in, in terms of the minus two hundred, it seems a little heavy to me. But um, you know, it, it's the abs. They they're coming off a sweep, a ton of rest. They they definitely could need. They needed the rest more. I, I think I, I would be less worried about the rust factor. And so, I, I'd say they're they're about spot on, but. 
I'm more of a game-to-game type of betting person rather than the overall series. Same, both same. Both don't like being wrong. I don't so. have the patience. Yep, yep, basically. <laughs> Speaking of game-to-game, Lindsay, I want to know your thoughts on whether the Habs can pull out, uh, pull out the game tonight and force a game seven. What do you think? Well, I picked the Habs to beat the Leafs because I, I, I say the Leafs are what they are until they show me otherwise, which is a failure in the postseason. And, you know, I, they've gotten out to a good league. It's obvi- or lead, uh, it's obviously an elimination game, but aren't, uh, aren't fans back in Bell Center today for the first time ever? Yeah. So that I feel like will play a factor. They haven't been sprinkling in fans here like we have down in the United States. And it's tough for me to bet against playoff Carey Price, to be honest. And, and as the stage gets bigger, he did the same thing to, to Pittsburgh last year. So I think it's, it's uh, very much within, uh, within reach. I would, I would pick the, the Canadians to win tonight, and then you'd have to ask me again for Game 7. Lindsay, my last question for you. You know, obviously these are two offensive teams. They can definitely score a lot of goals. Vegas kind of struggled through that first series to really bury a lot. Avalanche expected to score a lot, but mm-hmm. I still get the vibe that this is going to be a low-scoring affair. Are you with me on that, or do you think uh, the offenses are really going to be showing their stuff this series? I think we'll see a, a good mix, a mix of both. I, I, this, this matchup all year has been very Jekyll and Hyde, but I think for the most part, the games have been you know separated by one or maybe an empty net goal, low-scoring, and I always bet on goalies showing up in, in big moments because this is what we train for. This is where um, it, it, taking pucks to the face and, and taking one-timer drills from inside the circles makes it all worth it because you can steal a save that you have no business doing in the on the biggest stage of all time. So I, I'd agree with you. I think it'll be low scoring, especially in the first couple games, just as these teams figure out exactly what they're bringing to the table in this new context. But then once somebody gets out to a lead, like you have, you start playing desperate, you start taking more chances, and you know just as well as I do how, uh, how contested that neutral zone is going to be between those two teams. And I think whoever dominates that has a really good chance of winning uh, whatever game that happens to be played that particular night. Lindsay, thanks so much. I actually lied. I got one more quick one. I follow you. You follow me on Twitter. You always have so much energy on your radio show or otherwise. Thank you. What's your secret? Is it espresso? Is it Red Bulls? What do you do? Uh, it's mostly uh, my, my medication bringing me down a little bit, but this is just kind of uh, what I what I am. I'm not. I don't have to uh, display the same amount of stoicism that I did in the crease. So I think I'm kind of making up for lost time with with this with for my hockey career. And I don't know. I just I'm very excited about the sports guys, but specifically about the hockey. I love it, love it. Thanks so much, and uh, I'll actually be talking to you shortly when you join us uh, for the podcast. So. Uh... You know, Excellent. I can't believe you double dipped on me. Always, always. <laughs> I talked to you All soon, right. Lindsay. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. There you have it. I'm always double dipping, Arif. Or oh man, see, I just do- I just double dipped on. <laughs> Cut it. I'm out. But yeah, that's check- almost unforgivable. That almost yeah. is. Almost is. But yeah, check out the uh, Hockey Mountain High podcast where we'll talk to Lindsay and break that down a little further for you before the game. But yeah, thanks to Lindsay for hanging out with us. We'll be right back. Get some more NHL and uh, hockey stuff off our chest. Other than that, thanks for hanging out with us during the time. We'll we'll be right back. The Hockey Show, JJ, not Arrow, and Danny Bailey.